Hi, and welcome to Serptops Gaming. I'm Tyler, and as you can see, or hear, we have a very large crew with us today. Let me introduce everyone. As always, it's Dave, a.k.a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Big Papa himself, Chris. Hello, hello. With the blurry <laughs> hand going there. <laughs> and that magnificent man with the magnificent beard, Bill. Yo. <laughs> and then we have Mickey, celebrating Hi. Christmas still. Yes, indeed. Yep. And then I'm going to try to get this name right. Is it Jackie? <laughs> Tyler, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> that would be Jackie, my wife. Welcome to marriage, guys. Welcome to marriage. Uh, so each week, we or, or we try to each week get together, talk about different things in video games. Sometimes it's the news. Sometimes it's a cultural thing. Uh, but just have a good time, have a few good laughs, and just have fun. So, uh, what we're going to do today is something a little special. Uh, there's a little show called uh, X-Play that came back on the air, and a little channel called G4, which I've been loving personally. But one of the commentators on it had had a little bit of a conversation with, with the audience. And we're going to talk about that today and the internet's reaction to it and how it reflects on gamers. Um, but before we get into that, what have y'all been playing? <laughs> I actually haven't been playing a whole lot recently. I've mostly been building model kits. However, uh, I do have to admit I've been plugging in Street Fighter V weekly to... Uh, I didn't realize this, but there are still like exclusive costumes that they've only had available that you can like uh, have like the, the, the matches in the game and then earn them. And so... I've now been like plugging into their website on weekly, just be like, "Is it this week? And what costume is it this week?" And then, but now they are released. They've apparently released them before. Now they're re-releasing. But who here remembers the Street Fighter EX games? Those original 3D Street 3D Fighter was, yeah. games. Oh my mm -hmm. god! Yeah, <laughs> they had those were made by a game company called Arica. Now Arica has uh is still around and now makes like their own fighting games but at the time they had had all of these extra characters for the 3d games but Arica owned them capcom did not now capcom makes street fighter so but they had like for at the time they were considering them street fighter characters but then when capcom decided to kind of discontinue the ex series Arica was just kind of like well, fine, we're going to take our characters and make our own video games. So they did. We now have uh, fighting, uh, fighting EX Layer, which features all of these Z-list Street Fighter characters. But now Capcom is apparently like, hey, let's play nice again. Can we have these as, like, guest character costumes? <laughs> so that's what I've been trying to get. And it's like those weird characters like, Skullomania, which is probably the only one people have heard of. He looks like if Common Rider dressed up as a skeleton in like an old crappy 1950s skeleton costume. Okay. All right then. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that was this week's costume. So I've been, but apparently, but uh, they do have a website that they show, hey, this is what's up this month, you know, or this week. And so I've been checking it weekly. <laughs> 
see, I've actually been playing a game this week too to try to grind for uh, a cosmetic. I've been playing Halo because if I can grind far enough this week, oh, this new Halo is so good. But if I if I grind hard enough, if I grind hard enough, they have a holographic mo spike mohawk for cheap. Oh, nice. <laughs> so you want the uh, 2012 Bebop look? I see. Yep. What did you say, Jackie? No. Can you take it and throw it at people like a boomerang? Negative. <laughs> oh, <laughs> failure. Missed opportunity. What'd you say, Jackie? Get on that. Oh, I was just saying, I've been hearing a lot of yelling and screaming in the living room lately. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's a fair assessment. That's yeah. a fair mm -hmm. assessment. I'm not great mm -hmm. at it, but I, I enjoy it. Sure. <laughs> I guess it, you introduced oh, me to it when it first came out. I was really impressed with it. I mean, it's still good. Uh, you'll really like the new mode they have for this week, Phil. It's a... You know, your team only has so many lives, and once all the teams have lost all of their regens, the map starts closing in, kind of like Fortnite. Nice. That's an interesting take on a Battle Royale. Uh, well, it's just 4v4. Oh, all nice. I heard was uh, kind of like Fortnite, and my brain just kind of glossed over. <laughs> Like it, it just all the it just suddenly went from wrinkly to smooth. <laughs> Fortnite. Ooh. I'm a fan. Oh, I'm sorry, but... go ahead. I was Famous just saying I've never played Coach. Fortnite, but they but they have their places. They have their places. Yeah. All right. Where are the here? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else been playing yeah. anything? Uh, I have been playing, well, I started Immortals Phoenix Rising, haven't gotten through that. I know that's a controversial topic because a lot of people don't like that or whatever, but it's been so fun so far. Yeah. Today I played Crash Bandicoot because uh, Chris has been trying to introduce me to his childhood. Uh, <laughs> so you've been playing a Microsoft and, character. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, uh, yeah, yeah. unfortunately, oh, yeah. And then, oh, we've been, <laughs> we've been playing It Takes Two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, which is Which is excellent. It's excellent. It's so much fun. Dude, we played a level last night that was basically Diablo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were, they it had like dope. a mini game inside of it that it was Diablo, which well, made me like, severely miss Diablo. So this the, the game is definitely worth checking out. It, it it's got really tight controls from a platforming standpoint, and every stage is very different. Yeah, okay. There's always some like new um yeah. you know gimmick if you want yep. to think of it that way, yep. but it's pretty full fleshed out. It is, and it, every time, like, like you you have to, um, you definitely have to work together in a lot of little spots. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> which is, which no, is what they it, say, like, it's an exercise in your marriage sometimes. <laughs> Isn't that the plot of the game, too? It is. It is. Does it yeah. just end in divorce for a lot of couples? <laughs> well, so actually, it's funny, because the, uh, the, the game, the whole uh, premise on the game is that two people are getting divorced, like, in the process of getting divorced, and somehow they wake up as their daughter's toys, and they keep trying to find their way back to their daughter, like, and it's, it's, it's really awesome. Yeah. It's actually so really fun. Yeah. 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 It's really neat. It's a really good game. I, I know, you know, certainly among this circle, it was a bit of a controversial win for it to win the, you know, best game of 2021. <laughs> yeah. But... It, you know what? It is a very good co-op game. Arguably, it's probably the best co-op game I've I've played. Oh, period. I praise. Very yeah. Yeah. You it know really what? Uh, it's really fun. No, I think I need to play this with my significant other. So, Jackie, I'm going to call Joel up tomorrow. 
one of those ones that you can get into and you don't have to know sh- anything about gaming. I almost caught myself with a cussing there. Censorship! Yeah! You are a gamer because you you played uh, Mario Kart. You, yeah, played, Smash, you played Smash Brothers before. I'm uh, terrible yeah. at it, but yes. That doesn't well, matter. Yeah, like, so I, I count myself Gosh. as a filthy casual. Uh, but it's mm-hmm. but it's playing. Like at the end of the day, it's horrible that people give other people crap about how much or how little they're playing. When in actuality, pressing forward and making it more accessible to everyone is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a stigma with the, just the term gamer still. Yeah. Like I think there's still just like, mm-hmm. and it's it's and us it's not entirely unjustified just because of well the topic that we're having tonight. We'll you know, we'll exactly. cross the bridge when we get there. Right. But uh, there is still a stigma there where people like they they play games, but they don't want to, they're not a gamer. It's like, but if you do it on any kind of a regular basis as part of your decompression time, then I still think it counts. Well, you know, like, and, to your point, I think roller there, derby counts as to, a gamer, though. Well, so real quick, but to your point, though, that's the idea of talking about who is an artist if they're an artist if they're paid or they're an artist because mm-hmm. they create art. Are you a singer because you're a paid singer? Or are you a singer because you like to sing? There is a place mm-hmm. where creativity and artistry can take over and absolutely be the thing. Mm-hmm. And, and to add an extra layer, we know that there are gamers out there who get paid to game, yeah. but we don't necessarily think that those are the only gamers. No. Mm-hmm. Right? And we shouldn't think they're the only gamers. I know, but... Because at the end of the day... But we also do this thing where we have, like, well, there are hardcore gamers and there are casual yeah. gamers. And sometimes, you know, we call the casuals, you know, they're filthy. Well, and casuals. I called myself a I just called myself a filthy casual. So it's added you, you just gave to the yourself problem. there, Mickey. Yeah, well, you see, I go the opposite, opposite direction. To the problem. I the think hard. Point... No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just saying, the, the whole point is to, when you know something, working to destigmatize it, working to undo it, working to, like, it's, see, that's, that's what we are called to do, is it's not to. Uh, be ups- overly upset over what we find, it's to know ourselves clearly. And th- absolutely, I should check myself on calling myself a filthy casual because at the very end of the day, if I play it for enjoyment, that's what those were originally created for. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. So, th- there, there are other labels out there for sure when it comes mm-hmm. to yeah. gamers, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yep. You know. I, I also think there is a grand world of dis- difference between saying it self-referential in jest versus saying it against someone not in jest yeah right yeah and 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 as a prime example here dave i know you you love to bash on fortnite but you honestly don't hate it there uh you feel yeah no i I don't hate fortnite at all as a matter of fact actually i love the style uh i really like that aesthetic that uh i think fortnite and overwatch that art style is very there's like a lot of overlap to it. It's this very nice animated style that I feel uh, hits a lot on modern comic book aesthetics yeah. as well as uh, modern anime aesthetics. So it's this nice mixture of hybridization of Eastern and Western aesthetics. I also love that we have, it is now quite literally a melting ground for uh 
characters just in general and not even just video games it's just but i mean right. you can have ellen ripley fighting lara croft and they got a team up to take out ryu from street fighter oh wait right. here comes spider-man that can happen in this yeah. game oh yeah and, and then, and then Rick from Rick and Morty shows up and goes, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> The only reason I make fun right. of it, one, it's an easy target. Two, uh, I guess it's old man yelling at Cloud, but the young people <laughs> love it. <laughs> and three, and this is the primary reason, because, you know, at the time I, when I was kind of career struggling, I started working at an orthopedic clinic. And here's the thing. The number of Fortnite dance raid related broken bone injuries was not zero. It was not zero. And that blew my mind. And it's just like, oh my gosh, if you're so stupid or so uncoordinated to break a foot bone trying to do a Fortnite dance, you deserve my ridicule. <laughs> and furthermore, you are attempting to do it more while you are in a cast in the lobby of the place. You're just making it worse, dum-dum. <laughs> and that's, that's a lot. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, that, that was extra with, I can't believe it's not extra put on top. <laughs> I do, like, enjoy... Uh... I do like watching Tyler play video games a lot. Yeah. I'll sit in the living room and cross stitch while he's gaming, and I'll ask him the occasional question, and then just give him looks when he's like screaming at the mm -hmm. TV. <laughs> I like watching Chris a lot. Play. I like watching Chris play games yeah. a lot. I get I, honestly that's how, as frustrating as I would as this is, that's how I experience Death Stranding. <laughs> I wanted to yeah. experience it by myself. Uh, but never arrange the time to do so because I've got 50 million projects that I'm planning at any given time. Uh, but I at least got to see him go through it, and I love the storyline of it. So sitting and watching is, I mean, honestly, uh, I also hear people get flack for that, but really at the end of the day, if you're going to watch a movie, yeah, you can exactly. also watch the game. It's, it's yeah. still interacting with the storyline. Yeah, yeah. I do that too here. Yeah, Chris, I me a lot. I have a, a Resident Evil 4 footage playing on my on my other screen right here right now, just as kind of background visuals, because stagnation visually just bothers the heck out of me. <laughs> I know some people come to my house and are like, dang, and it's just like, that's because I'm like, you know, if it's too sit there and sterile, that's when I may have problems. Um, but at the same time, I'll also say it's great for that sometimes, too, to just also watch, get some other person's opinions. And then also, there have been plenty of times where it's just like, wow, apparently I'm not good enough to beat this game, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, by myself. <laughs> so it was just finally got to the point, I'm like, I hate this. Going to YouTube, how does this story end? <laughs> yeah. uh. yep. That reminds me, we need to do the, the game exchange still. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. So I guess I'm just going to start playing Metal Gear Solid 5 here soon. I'm not opposed. <laughs> I'm really am not. But, uh, and that sounds like you're not opposed. I can hear right. it in your voice. <laughs> Although, hey, last night, Tyler and I played a game of checkers, and I kicked this butt, and that was really fun. So. <laughs> I do there like you that. go. The original gaming. Yep. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm glaring at you. Hope you can't tell. 
<laughs> I also we can't tell what square is, you're looking at. So he's a little, he's a little bitter, a little salty, <laughs> a little salty. <laughs> a little salty. Mm. Have you guys played Exploding Kits? It's actually kind of fun. It was given to me for Christmas. Uh, I hope to use it as a hobby club game with students because it's definitely a game that would be a lot more fun with more people. We noticed, like, as a you know couple playing, it was like this is fun, but it would definitely be more fun with more people in the room playing. Yeah. I can see where the the draw you know is. You're for talking that game. to Chris and I are cat people. How have you? Me. No, I'm <laughs> no, I didn't. Mickey, I have heard some of the words that have come out of your mouth. That oh, did not offend no, you. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> there is a line, and we are at least a football field away from it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not wrong. So let's go ahead and get into the main topic of the night, you know, because we're all super excited about it, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. That's yeah. a word. That's a word for it. All right. That's a word for it. <laughs> so, uh, not this past this week, but the week before, X Play had an episode where they had given their grievances, uh, for 2021 for video games. Uh, Adams was, I think it was like bad menus or something. Where, or no, it was a terrible save system. Uh, I forget yep. what uh, Corey, a.k.a. the Black Hokages, was. And then uh, Frost Kieran, a.k.a. Frost, came up. So, real fast here, before I sent you that video, who was familiar with Frost? Um, I gotta admit, Forever. unfortunately, as excited as I am that G4 has come back, uh, I haven't had really, like, the time to kind of sit down and watch the shows as much as I would like to. I am now trying to do it more like how you do, Tyler, but I don't work from home, but when I'm, you know, working on like a model kit here, that'll be my background noise. So I've been loving having Attack of the Show come on, which is where that Space Jam DVD video came from, and I cannot stop laughing at that. I have not seen that episode, so I need to... I need to... Okay, but I posted that on, posted our, on our Facebook uh, group chat, so you need yeah. to watch it. Okay, uh, I, yeah. But, uh, but that's how I've been watching it, so I really had not known much about Frost. I now understand that she is a, I think, former professional gamer. I think, is it League of Legends? Player? No, she was actually an esports commentator. Oh, okay, okay, right. okay. Uh, and you know, uh, and she uh, actually participates in uh, Pokemon uh, Unite tournaments right now. Okay, cool. Yeah, so she actually lived in Germany for, I think, close to 10 years uh, broadcasting uh, and shoutcasting uh, different League of Legends tournaments. Oh, wow. So, okay. So, That's cool. now, I will be real here. Most of us, if not all of us, are not really esports people, but that's not a bad yeah. thing. You know, yeah. it, it's just well, it's just different preferences. <laughs> I have to dabble technically, but I wouldn't consider myself a competitor. Right. I, just, right. I just have to coach them. <laughs> <laughs> so, going back to Frost here. So Frost uh, starts off going. You know, I had originally planned to talk about Red Dead Redemption Two and how it was overcomplicated, but instead, I want to talk about the dudes who are telling me. That I'm not as hot as the previous toast. That I'm not as quote bangable. Uh, and, yeah. So here's how tonight's gonna work. I'm gonna act more as like a moderator tonight. I'm gonna ask questions. Uh, 
These questions are not indicative of my opinions. Some of them will seem like they're leading left or right, but that's just to get conversation going. It's not supposed to be indicative of my view at all. Okay? Okay. Cool. So, <laughs> let's start with the first question. Is there a sexist culture in the gaming community, right? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Absolutely. Okay. Do you guys think it's just people can't take a joke? No. No. No, I don't. I think that there's a lot of people who uh, like to believe that the things that they're comfortable with are jokes, but they don't understand how they impact other people. And so, like, let me say this in this kind of a context. If somebody made a horrible joke hitting you in some of the most intimate parts in your life and was like, ha-ha, funny, isn't it? You yeah. know you it funny. Yeah. So there's an aspect of joking that goes to a point to where you have to like register, like, okay, is this something that I uh, – is this something that should be out there? I understand that there's this idea of, like, too much and PC culture and all this whole nine whatever, yards and everything, but at the end of the day – um, what we put out there definitely affects the people around us. And it also, even if you in your mindset would say, hey, this is a joke to me, and I'd put it online, the people that are listening to your joke might not regard it as a joke. <laughs> so the, 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 it, it continues this, this vicious cycle sometimes of it's, it, in certain areas where like things that are that are jokes are harmful in the wrong hands, and you can't obviously you can't um, censor yourself constantly, minute by minute. But there are little areas in which we can do better, and that's one of them. Especially if it's half the population saying, "Hey, no, this really hurts. Hey, this undermines me. I get to look like I'm like either airheaded and dumb or sexual or anything, as opposed to intelligent." I'd like to be seen as intelligent in the process of this. Sure. Mm -hmm. Or and I mean, we, we don't have to like necessarily agree with people's comments, right? No. But mm, right. there is a lack of respect, um, certainly in comment threads on the internet about gaming, uh, any of the old like gaming forums or gaming sites. And I, if you watch people stream on YouTube or Twitch, you can see some pretty obnoxious on those um, types of streams. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> You're all right. The first one. And uh, the first one. <laughs> the thing I think that has you know exacerbated it, you know, and there there's some mentality that I can understand where some of these aspects come from, and this is this is my take on it because I remember you know when we grew up in like elementary school. Gaming was nowhere near as popular as it is now, and it was, you know, relegated to something that uh, the the nerds liked. Yeah. So, in some aspects, I do kind of feel, it, it, and it has, it's gotten so much better. But I do remember it at certain times. It was just kind of like, and it's just like, you know, this is kind of the same stuff you guys would, you know, make fun of me, you know, for liking, you know, just a couple of years ago. But now it's okay. And I do think there is still maybe some hostility there in that, you know, no, this used to be my thing. You know, how dare you? And yeah. I, I, what, another thing that happened for me was I grew up. And yeah. also another thing that has made this worse is 
the anonymity on the internet has basically shielded uh, a lot of people from responsibility or and in some cases this has been a positive and in some cases this has definitely been a negative in that you know you can say things that you would not say to looking someone else in the face now there have been positives of this you know hey harvey weinstein's in jail now you know and then there's been the exact opposite where it's just kind of like you know wow i am such a trash human being but i'm online no one knows my name or can see me i can feel free to say whatever i would like and i think that has led to a lot of kind of well even worse toxic culture than there ever used to be you know it just seemed to go from you know you know we might get picked on by you know the kids who like soccer in the schoolyard occasionally from you know well now it's like you know it's this whole different uh problem than it ever was or at least it seems but then again that's also me kind of viewing things back through the lenses of childhood so yeah there's that mm-hmm. and that's something i want to add to it as well because uh you tally you bring up a good point by asking the question like is it an issue of them they just can't take a joke and i think when you kind of break down what she was saying she points out pretty specifically it didn't seem like she was bothered by the jokes explicitly as of themselves she was bothered that it was just happening to her because she's a female Right, well, like in like the the comments that they she was getting, she's like, yeah, like the other two get criticized because they are not Adam Sessler, but a lot of the criticism was directed at her, and a lot of it was aggressive sexism, and that was it. Kind of steers away from it being it's no longer humor at that point. There's obviously some sort of an agenda to hurt at that point. And I think that's what she was trying to kind of bring that to yeah. light because that's that's a really common trope. I'm, I'm glad you know I'm glad it was brought up. It's like they say, oh well, can you, it's just a joke. Well, it wasn't. You were targeting somebody to cause angst and pain because you don't like them being on there because they're not attractive. You weren't picking on anybody else on the show. You weren't picking on the show. You right. were picking on one person. Uh, well, Sorry, uh, I, 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 can I get this thought out, please? Yeah. yeah. I, I just that makes me think of, uh, and Tyler, you're probably going to have to bleep me on this one, but uh, there is now the common trope I've now heard called the Schrodinger's, uh, and that's when uh, that's when you have these people that are willing to, you know, just throw out this inane, terrible, you know, sometimes misogynistic, racist, no, no matter what it is, they're willing to say that, and then. You know, if you were to say anything to them, oh, it's just a joke, but it's just, but if I didn't say anything to you, you're perfectly happy to just let that out there. And that kind of prevalence, I think, has also uh, been uh, spiked in this situation as well. You know, no, it's, uh, you're absolutely right. It's not joking. You're just using the joke joke as an excuse to kind of justify your bad behavior and yeah. you know okay. yeah it's not cool sorry mickey you can go no, oh right i was ahead. just gonna say that um so whenever you're interacting with these things whenever people are interacting with these things we have to look at it as in the whole and so just like like phil was saying that um and and also with some of the things that dave's saying that when women are perceived in culture 
they are perceived as being just a sexual being. Like uh, you think of like sports, easy example, super easy example, sports, for example. So uh, men ask other men in sports about the sport. So they ask them for their intellect. Men ask women what they're wearing. They don't ask them for what they, they don't, they don't ask them for their, their um, input. They don't ask them for what they believe or what they think or how things, they, zero topics about what the actual subject is. It's automatically derailed into what they perceive women are, which is apparently just attractive racks for clothing. <laughs> um, and so the, the, the problem with a lot of these jokes is that at the end of the day, if you're perceiving a whole body of people with the same exact jokes, it's, then it's, it's not jokes, it's a stereotype. Mm -hmm. Well, and they do the same thing too with like, you know, celebrities yeah. making movies. It's like, they'll ask the guys, oh, well, how did you develop this character and whatever? And they basically ask women, oh, how did you diet to fit in that costume? You know, it's- yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, well, that's why uh, people like, I heard, I've been hearing that like Brie Larson apparently gets a lot of crap from after doing Marvel movies because she kind of yeah. calls people out and doesn't put up with it. And they're like, well, why are you getting so offended? Circling back to the whole thing about it being a joke, but just, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, it, it is a cycle. And, and like, it, it does definitely impact all the other industries uh, for anybody well, I mean, in, in the public eye. And Brie Larson, so this is an inter interesting thing, is that, so I absolutely loved, let, let me say, I love the Marvel movies as far as they've, they've come as as far as they've come let me say just a step ahead there's obviously some things that need a little bit of tinkering but they're still still miles ahead of what we had which is which is lovely mm -hmm. um i enjoyed that in juxtaposition to like uh wonder woman <laughs> yeah I have a little bit of a hard time with this because a chris and chris knows this i have a little bit of a rant when it comes like this but uh like Soap even box. fight scenes or things like that they're all like oh i'm fighting oh blood's attractive oh like this and then brie larson just sorry just kicked some major butt <laughs> <laughs> you're you're like, opposed to pretty fighting, as uh, I believe you put it. Yeah. Well, yeah. solidly, because at the end of the day, fighting is fighting. Like, you don't mm -hmm. have, you're like, guys aren't concerned on the battlefield whether mm -hmm. their, like, armor shows off their chest in the right way. And then, oh, their their leg, their their armor got torn on their leg, and they have to do. They're not concerned right. about fighting. They're concerned about fighting. <laughs> um, so it's really frustrating to see women portrayed in any situation to where they are over sexualized when they're doing any of this stuff because it doesn't give an accurate representation of women. And then, unfortunately, like I said, it's not about the guys up here who know the difference it's about the multitude of people around here who don't that's where that's where this needle gets pressed forward in society it's it's about the majority of the people who don't know the difference that like cuz cuz let me say like as a um as an adult woman i enjoy being pretty i enjoy being a sexual person in the context mm -hmm. that i want it to be in but I don't want that to be the first thing that anybody sees me whenever sees whenever they interact with me. Mm -hmm. And the more that some of those things are put forward, and the more that like over sexualization happens, that means the majority that there's, there's a large chunk of guys that I talk to that just literally see me again as one of those figures, and that's not remotely mm -hmm. accurate, which makes it hard to do my job. 
it makes me it hard to interact online. <laughs> it just makes it hard mm -hmm. to interact in life. That's one of the yeah. things I love about playing roller derby. With it's oh. a very body positive sport, and it's not about <laughs> oh well, you're so pretty. You know, it's actually I just bought a a thing for our bumper recently. It says roller derby. Yes, I do hit like a girl. You know, it's just one of those I'm things. Yeah, just you're just trying to break the stereotypes. Oh, I'm delicate, but I mean, in the, in the know, reverse, roller derby like, saved my life, but broke my leg. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, pretty good. Oh, my kids broke my finger, but yeah, I mean, you guys would It just wouldn't like that. Like people, mm. people don't like that. You don't like to. You don't want somebody to look at you and vision that you are one solid facet of something. Like some, some, let me say this in this context of like gaming. People look at gamers and think they're only one thing. Mm. They think that they're immature. They think that they're hiding yep. lax. Gatekeepers. They think that, yeah, they think they're gatekeepers. Uh, they see mm. gamers well, as synonymous well, with Sure, I have, an, I have an example. Henry Cavill, gamer, not gamer. Oh, he's gamer. a gamer. He's, he's definitely, definitely a gamer. giant nerd, man. Right. Warhammer oh, yeah. all the way. Right. But if you were, but so gamers don't even like to be perceived in one specific facet all the time. Oh, Why? yeah. Because it's severely limiting. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. and I think, I think the majority of gamers don't define themselves by being a gamer. It, it's, it's kind of like why I hate uh, marijuana culture. I'm not against marijuana per se. But when people make that their identity, that becomes the issue. Mm -hmm. I, have yeah. a, I have a very unruly cat trying to wake up my baby. Hold on a second. <laughs> okay. No me gusta. But yeah, what I was saying there is, you know, if, when someone tries to make gaming their personality, they're trying to exert uh, superiority over others there nine times out of ten. And it's it's a part of who I am. You know, but I'm also a husband. I'm also a good employee. I'm also a terrible human being. You know, I'm multifaceted. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is Simon. He's uh he's going to have commentary as well, uh, right. because he's a a sweet little jerk who uh likes to go outside in front of baby's door and just cry. Uh, gotcha. You know, so, it's he, funny he you you mentioned. <laughs> Baby and him love each other. So they much. do love each other. They really do. They do. Yeah. You, you mentioned pretty fighting, and sure enough, uh, watch on that Resident Evil Four footage I've got. They've got Ada Wong it being a textbook definition. Oh, look! She just got a cut on her mid thigh, which right. of course you can see because she's wearing a dress with a slit that goes up to. Right, and the yeah. cut is only the cut is only on her mid thigh to entice men to possibly bandage her up sometime. Mickey, I think you would be a big fan of uh, the Hawkeye Initiative. Mm -hmm. You should look that up online. And you were making the point, and I almost chimed in, but it was uh, how with the pretty fighting, you know, also or especially when it comes to like the battle pose, especially on movie posters, like. We always have to have it in a way so that, you know, either the, the young ladies, the, the superhero woman's chest or posterior is shown off. Well, someone has done that, but they have taken it and they've drawn in Hawkeye doing all of these crazy women's poses, <laughs> replacing oh, characters in like the in, uh, in like the posters. And it was it is great. And I love it. 
I remember George Takei posted one, and they had done the same thing with all the Avengers. They put Black Widow as the only one doing an actual battle pose, but then all of the guys were doing, like, a sexy woman pose, and he was just sitting there, I'm oh, like, man. so is this the mighty Avengers? <laughs> Which is so funny, because then that's what, like, that's when you see the difference. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, think of the difference oh, at all. Oh, great. I, I, I want to see that. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll that up. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I've got the next question here, and I'm going to aim this one at Mickey and Jackie first, and you guys can watch everyone else get awkward by this question here, okay? (laughs) Um, Oh boy, I'm ready. Is it appropriate or okay if men watching shows like X-Play do appreciate uh, the looks of the females on the show? I mean, honestly, well, I mean, I feel like it's no different so, than me watching, uh, you know, The Witcher and thinking Henry Cavill's on it. I don't think that appreciating looks in and of itself is inappropriate. I don't. I don't think. I think that um, honestly, there is lots of beauty to be had in this world in many different ways, and enjoying that is not an, an inappropriate thing. I think at places when that screams louder than what the person is saying, then you might have a little bit of a problem. Like there are attract attractive people, but whenever they're they are still people at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. You can appreciate how they look, but that shouldn't be the only so, thing that you appreciate about them. Um, it well, is. Let me say, I will say that it is wildly uncomfortable. Uh, like I was out the other day, uh, and I was walking around. Where was it? Um, it wasn't IKEA. It was some some store like that, though. Uh, but I was walking around, and there was this guy that <laughs> clearly went past the borders of like, like I think that there's a point at which. So so let me say from a female's perspective, there are people that I find attractive. My husband is the best of them. Uh, you hear me up there. I can um, hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Chris? You, Chris? Um, but there are some people that I find attractive that I would never treat them anywhere close to the ways I've been treated. Um, so yeah. at the, even in the context of whenever I was single and dating, it wasn't, it would never have crossed my mind to treat them with the level of disrespect that I've, I've been treated before. Uh, this guy was in the store and he was talking, oh, it was Home Depot. Um, He was on the phone talking to his significant other and he was following me around the store. And he was like, like looking and like smiling and whatever. And then he'd go back to talking to his significant other. And like, and I felt disgusting. Like I felt like, I I felt like I had to hide in Home Depot in places. Uh, I feel disgusting for you. That's cringy. But in the context of this, like, I don't think people are always aware of the uh, image or what what they put across. Um, I do think that there is time and place for attraction. Um, if I was in a situation, if anybody's in a situation where dating, making known that you're at attraction, you can come up and talk to a talk to a freaking person, um, and then you find out at that point whether it's a yay or nay, and then if it's a nay, peace out. Um, but like following a person or salivating at a person or staring yeah, at a person creepy. or any of these things, um, and the frustrating thing about our culture is that 
in places, this person has had to have that work in certain areas to feel like this is a viable thing to continue in other places, yeah. <laughs> which is horrifying because it also means that in some, in some capacities, women are also the problem. Um, but so mm-hmm. that being said though, it's frustrating in, in culture to have to do that. And in gaming culture, it's really bad because at the end of the day, if the majority, if the majority, we sit in front of things and we watch what's coming into us. And if we spend time interacting with it, it shapes what we believe. It shapes what we think. It shapes what we, whatever. The more we interact with uh, figures or beings that portray women in a specific way, there's a certain aspect that thinks that women are that way. And the smartest of us can differentiate. But that's not, that's not always the case. And again, like it's, it's in, in respectful ways, it's wonderful, but we're not worried about the respectful ways. We're worried about the one we're worried about the other, like seven, I would say 65%. That is uh, terrifying. I do want to chime in if, if you're, if you're finished, honey. Yeah. Sorry. I get it. No worries. No worries. Um, I think that just to jump on what you're saying about it being, you know, appropriate or, or, or not appropriate, I think there are definitely lines, there are boundaries for it. And uh, I don't think, I think that Frost brought up the word bangable on purpose mm-hmm. because I think that, I mean, there's never a situation I can think of where that would be appropriate to say to anyone, right? Like, no, 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 oh, no. Yeah, you're bangable. Like, if I said that to Mickey, she'd be really pissed at me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. what? Are you trying? Well, I mean, let me say, I I know, but it's not a compliment, though. No, it's not. And especially, let me say in this kind of context, it's not a compliment from a stranger. I know, but it's not a compliment from a significant other, though. You know, (laughs) it can be a compliment from your spouse if you are in a consenting relationship and you have pre decided that that's appropriate to say. But that's only in the confines of our own house. That's not anywhere (laughs) else that I interact with anybody. And then you also don't bring that up to a person from the get go. Right. Well, and there's also context of like saying it ironically versus mm-hmm. unironically. Like yeah. if you say it playfully and you're kind of laughing at each other is one thing, but then if he were to just straight up say it, or if he were to make comments like that to say me, Dave, or Tyler, telling us that you're bangable is just weird. Like at that <laughs> point, but like saying it to yeah. you playfully in the house uh, might right. be might be okay. I, I, I think there's context to that, and when you have a stranger saying that, there's really no context because you don't know them, and well, for them to be saying that's just inappropriate. And, and I, I think, think that a lot of people that I think that a lot of people think they blur those lines. They think that it is mm-hmm. appropriate because they like want something, or they think of that person as girlfriend material or whatever material, bangable material. So they think mm-hmm. it's appropriate to say, and that's not. They're not synonymous. And I think. Lines is what I've been thinking about. Uh, What I inferred from the beginning part of this is that uh, you don't, you you aren't opposed to like appreciation. Like as Jackie said, we can all look at Henry Cavill and go, "Damn!" You know, even as a guy, I can go look. I can look at Henry Cavill and go, "I am so inadequate compared to that." <laughs> and, but there is a, a grand. There is a term from Rick and Morty. There is a term from Rick and Morty that comes to mind that I absolutely cannot say on this. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, there's that's the thing we have is just there is a very thin, fine line between appreciation and then into leering behavior and even worse. So, and you definitely are right. There are these people that you know they never necessarily had these boundaries to say, hey, that's not cool. And so, you know, they think then it's okay. Um, I would also, and I'm not trying to uh, downplay, one of the things also that could come in with the territory, the original G4, when it was on TV, was owned by the people who owned the Spike TV channel, which was the channel for men. Right. And another thing about it is this time with G4, yeah, yeah man. Uh, uh, I remember yeah. things like the the Man Show stuff that you know yeah. it's crazy. The International think. Sexy Lady Show was you know a part that, of that, G4's that, lineup for a while. It used to be you know appropriate that would never fly in today's culture. Yeah, and uh, I think that also could be a generational thing too, because you figure like you know stereotypically in the fifties, you know women were just supposed to sit home and be pretty, and now that you know women are making themselves known that they're gamers and getting in the workforce, there's a lot of like the me too type of movement like that i feel like that's where some of this comes into play is like hey He's listen talking. this is not okay to treat mm. women like this okay i can't yeah. hear it all i'm gonna try um, around a little bit but i think one of the issues also with the original g4 with that also um they clearly i would say pushed their uh, previous hosts the ones that the you know are comparing to frost uh to look and dress a certain way to you know maybe not explicitly be that but to definitely maybe point in that direction like mm -hmm. olivia munn is still very beautiful and you know was pushed to like kind of pose for playboy things like that uh, morgan webb was uh an fhm like uh girl who would take bikini photos as well as comments on video games i mean there was some of that mentality and i think you know it just I don't know where I kind of feel on that spectrum or kind of, I, I can definitely understand where Frost's uh, disdain is. And I guess maybe some of this is some of these older folks who watched G4 before are expecting the exact same thing again. Yeah. And maybe oh, that's I, where some of this mentality is coming from. There's, there's definitely a toxic culture that was there in the past. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, when that's a challenge that, you're going to get when you revive an old show is mm -hmm. you're going to have people that are going to come back and they're going to watch it and they're expecting the same thing. This honestly, uh, I, I'm a, I'm a He-Man fan and the, the new Kevin Smith, uh, He-Man program got so much heat because how dare they elevate a female character on He-Man mm -hmm. as the primary protagonist instead of He-Man himself and the primary villain. Yeah. Right. Was it even called He Man or was it Masters of the Universe this time? It, it was called, Master called Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but in the 80s, of course, you know, He Man and the Masters of the Universe. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, so mm. it's a lot of the same thing, right? What you're talking yeah. about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. I think that uh, whenever it comes to. Um, uh, so 
the I think this comes around to the same thing with this is that before with a lot of the things that we knew, we knew that they weren't particularly right. And coming to where we are now, we know that like we have the ability and the capacity to change our mentality on it. And I think the hardest mm -hmm. thing is for a lot of people to be able to hear that that mentality needs to change because it requires a lot out of us to be able to interact with ourselves and know where those things end up having to change but the culture that came from like spike tv and stuff was inherently not appropriate like it just it just wasn't mm -hmm. um and um i think that there is this like mentality that uh, i i i'm losing my track of focus sorry um but I think that we, once we know better in certain places, we can do better at whatever situation. And I understand that to a certain extent, you can't listen to every single thing. But if it's a mass, it's a, if it's a mass complaint, if it's a continual mass complaint. And the other part of that is like the idea is not to completely eradicate like sexual nature of anything. If a person intends to enjoy the sexual side of them, that's awesome, but the other side of it where it's destructive to that, like, so some, for, for example, like, uh, knowing that a person is attractive, you can compliment them on being like, okay, that's, that's attractive, especially in that kind of a context. So somebody comes out with a swimsuit issue. Yes, that's attractive. That's nice. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's not where it stops. And mm -hmm. that's the problem is that it doesn't stop there. Uh, it then becomes a culture, a mentality, or somebody is doing that because they want some type of a point. So they're doing that because they're vacant and airheaded, or the, like the it for some reason, and I'm not quite sure why. Sexuality is the antithesis of intelligence. Don't know where that happened. Um, Probably from but, the guy who created Kellogg's. Yeah, actually, that's exactly right. It's a culture of uh, extremism whenever it comes to those sort of things. Um, <laughs> prudism, if you'd say. Uh, but but that being said, like the, that's those are the areas that we need to learn how to do better. Oh, okay. oh. So uh, husband with a good baby. So I I feel it's safe to assume that we all agree with Frost's message, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I do. I certainly do. Next question here. Was that the right platform to have that conversation? It's a gaming show. Should this be a conversation in a gaming sh a show about video games? Mm. I think I so. I think, yeah, so, for sure, because there's been this um, stigma for so long. And Sorry, I can't actually hear Jackie speaking, so I apologize if I've cut her off, because I can oh. kind of hear her start, and then I don't hear anything else. <laughs> so sorry, Jackie, if uh, I've cut oh, no, you off the conversation. Him. I really don't know if you're saying things. Um, uh, no, but what I was saying, yeah, though, is that uh, I think it was the perfect continue. platform to bring this out on. Continuing. Yeah. Because Make it's one of those things that reaches the masses. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's one great thing about social media and stuff. You know, one of the positives of social media is it brings to light for all these different people to be able to say, yeah, I mean, I'm mm -hmm. sure there were so many women watching, you know, that episode where they're like, heck yeah, you go girl, yeah. you know, like you tell them how it is. I know I was doing that, but. Yeah. And, I, and on that, I'm sorry, Jake, I didn't mean to catch you off. 
Uh, there was a couple oh, no, things. I was, I was just make... saying that I think it, it's just it was a great platform to do that because she is bringing to light what this toxic culture is, what needs to be changed. Mm -hmm. And yeah, a lot of people probably don't like it, like the fact that she did that, but it needed to be said. You know, there's so much that needs to be changed about the toxic culture. And this is one of the ways to do that. Just make people aware. Maybe mm -hmm. some people weren't aware that this is how they were coming up. And they're like, oh, well, I should probably, you know, check myself. But I yeah. feel like it's also one of those aspects where it's like Mickey had said, no better, do better. You know, people don't like to admit that they're wrong on anything. It's like, oh, no, I'm great. I don't need to change. But something like this, where there's so much, you know, toxic culture and stuff around it, people are like, oh, you know what? Maybe I do act like that. And it's the willingness to want to change to be a better person that I feel like she's bringing, being like, hey, listen, you may not know that you act like this, but this is a problem. Yeah. And uh, there were a couple of things. So we had talked a, when we were we had texted a little bit about this before the like earlier this week. And there are two things that that kind of came to mind for me. Uh, well, I guess three things technically. But anyway, like with with them saying like, oh, this is not the right time and place. Well, uh, really, when she's on there talking about video games, telling her she's bangable or not bangable is also not the right time and place. Number one. Number two. When the, the context that's been getting thrown around with this is that she just kind of, there was this cringy, awkward moment where she brought this up out of left field. But if you watch the episode, they were doing grievances in gaming. What in the gaming community is bothering you? And so she stopped and said, oh, I was going to talk about something with Red Dead Online going away, but there's actually something else that I decided to write about today at lunch. And she changed her script and then go in like decided to cover sexism in gaming. That's number two. And so it wasn't random. It was the absolutely appropriate time in a gaming show to talk about oh, that was her grievance in the gaming community was sexism in gaming. That was her grievance. And the third thing that really stuck out for me was that TBH, right before she spoke, called out the gaming community. He called them out because they were all hung up on GTA 5. And he's like, oh, well, we need to move on. And you guys need to let this go. And you guys are being toxic and you're making them – he didn't say toxic. He's like, you guys are making them continue the transactions on GTA 5, and that's why the game won't come back. And he was calling out the community. He wasn't necessarily talking about video games himself. He was talking about GTA 5, but the community's response to that. And that's all she was doing was talking about the community's mm -hmm. response to her in gaming. So I, those are the – that's been in my mind the whole day, like planning for this podcast. I wanted to get that out. Cause like those three things, I'm like, there was so much context that wasn't added that a lot of people weren't considering when they were getting like nerd raged over this. It's like, no, this was absolutely the appropriate mm -hmm. time. And you're being hypocrites because the guy before her was making a comment on the community just as she was. Mm -hmm. Phil, there is one comment that you made in the text chain. I was hoping you were going to make it. And it kind of goes along that some people have made the argument that, like, oh, it's a video game show. You know, there should be a time and a place for those kind of conversations. I watch my video game show for my video game entertainment. Uh, here's the thing, and this is kind of the point that you made. Uh, women watch the video game show for their video game entertainment, and yet they get subjected to all of this sexist nonsense during it uh, at all. 
And, you know, I don't think they ever chose for that to be, you know, the right time to have to deal with this crap. They just want to enjoy their video game show. So for this same mentality that's just like, well, there should be a time and place to talk about it, not during my video game entertainment. Well, here's the thing. You know, they've been denied, you know, their video game entertainment because we've got idiots that won't ever shut up about this stuff. And so, and by that standard, there would never be a good time because the people who absolutely need to hear this stuff, you know, won't ever sit down of their own free will to go, oh, maybe I really was being kind of an asshole, you know? So that's the thing about this stuff. It's uncomfortable. And that's kind of the point, you know? Uh, there's no kind of happy way to say, hey, you're kind of being a misogynist pig, you know? It's just, that's, there, there's no sweet Sesame Street way to say that. No. <laughs> so exactly. also, I wanted to note on this, and I had a really, so, and this is that, that conversation of um, checking yourself where you find it. Uh, mm -hmm. But I had a visceral reaction to her uh, my, when I initially watched it. Um, I grew up in a household that was really, really heavy on the lady. You got to be a lady. You got to be a lady. You got to not speak in certain situations, and you have to. And I spent a lot of my lifetime tiptoeing around people to try and curate a experience around them, so that way they would be happy and whatever, regardless of whatever the expense was to me. Um, and so whenever I experienced her, the first, my first initial reaction was like, oh my God, like that's a little too, that's like intense. Mm -hmm. And, but thinking about it, like, like as I let it unfold, I was like, is it really intense or is it a scenario where I have not ever been able to say those things myself? Or is it a scenario that these things should have been here the entire time and they're not, and this is the perfect platform to do this? Cause, and that's really at the end of the day what it was because my my experience to her is exactly one of the reasons why <laughs> it needs to be said because I grew up in a household where this was like the opposite of anything that she was doing or standing for was what I've padded my entire life around and it was easier for me to make people comfortable than it was to actually not feel bad about something. Um, and so I had, I just had to do a lot of checking of myself with that because it was, um, it was an interesting experience to see it, uh, note it for what it was and then have to unfold understanding it for myself on a personal level because I wanted to be polite and that's, that's horrible. Um, uh, I am very glad that she did say something we need a lot more of that because that's that's um in essence whenever i do not or whenever i do step back or when i do make it comfortable for somebody else then a lot of the stuff like we experiences with the relationships are a give and a take you are never in a relationship with a person in a good relationship where you don't know what they're thinking <laughs> in any job mm -hmm. context you can't be on the same page without having meetings or things like that that actually express communication. So if I'm removing my communication from the situation, then I'm part of the problem, not part of the solution. And so that's yeah. an interesting that's perspective. A... I didn't think about it that way. I've just you're right. Women are told to be polite all the damn time. And mm -hmm. once the one's them polite, it's like, oh well don't don't ruin my video game YouTube with mm -hmm. your with your mm -hmm. with your uh, confrontational whatever. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. been in poli- I've been polite in situations of physical abuse, even to extents um, where somebody, when you're taught as a, and unfortunately it's very pervasive, this stuff, like people don't realize the depth of this culture, the depth of what this does. And it's not really just specifically gaming. It is all over the place. It's rampant. It's seen in game, gaming specifically because there is a, it's a male dominated culture. Um, but even at like girls at 11 are taught that whenever older men look at you and like salivate towards you or try to touch you that you're supposed to ignore it. Like you're not supposed to do something about it. You're not supposed to tell somebody you're supposed to ignore it because it happens. And that's horrible. The the guy is picking on you. So taking it back to trying to like, even in these little small contexts, like people think that it's not important. It is wildly important in these little areas to be able to express these things or even to be able to even for yourself differentiate what should or should not happen or to be vocal about it it's it's wildly important for um if i have a daughter in the future or for myself or for my girlfriends or for you i mean obviously everybody has a female <laughs> that they're attached to in some capacity otherwise they wouldn't be here <laughs> or <laughs> a person um so in that regard, um, it it is imperative that we learn how to undo some of this stuff, so that way it it does trickle. Unfortunately, it is a it's I said trickle down. Um, <laughs> it does it 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 is it is pervasive and it has its fingers and in everything, including the the upbringing of children or the interaction of uh, women in their job in their uh, job. everywhere you know it it reminds me of of a a comment i once heard that is really resonated with me with we spend so much time teaching our daughters to not get raped why don't we put that energy to don't rape yeah yeah oh yeah i was i was taught um yeah oh my gosh i was taught wildly i've 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 been expected my entire life to learn how to defend myself yeah. <laughs> uh, specifically for that scenario like it yep. is literally taught to me that this is a scenario that could happen to you as a young girl because rapes happen do, 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 do. Um, yeah. and <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> joke I'm sorry I chuckled at it but it was, <laughs> it was <laughs> what a point to make but really seriously like you're taught as a young girl that that's a, just, a, just an inevitability a possibility and mm-hmm. unfortunately, we live in a society where all of our things tell you that to get to be attractive by men, which is the entire point, you have to dress in a sexual nature. But then whenever you get raped, it was because you dressed in a sexual nature. Mm-hmm. So. How you dress is not an invite. No, it is not. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. at the end of the day, is how you dress an invite? Is how men dress an invite? No. <laughs> oh, you wore. Oh, I'm sorry. You wore a shirt. A sh- you went shirtless to the beach. Well, that's why that person assaulted you. No, that's not. That doesn't. That's not applicable. Yeah. Uh, uh, I might have to switch. Uh, Chris, the baby here. Uh, he's <laughs> doing his best, and he is an excellent father. Uh, but he's been going through a. Uh, he's been going through a needing mommy stage. So he's gonna be trying all night. I'm going to be right back. Let's go ahead and take a break, everyone. And then when we come back, what we'll do is watch some people's reactions to Frost. Yep. So we're going to. So we'll be back in just a few minutes, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Syrup Shots Gaming Podcast. 
like going to a diner late at night, taking a shot of syrup. It's probably a bad idea, but we're going to do it anyway. If you liked this content, please leave a like, comment, subscribe. You know that usual general stuff that people ask you to do. Uh, what's that? You want to leave us a review? Fantastic. You can leave a five-star review, wink, wink, at uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get this great content. Thank you for choosing to listen to us, and we look forward to bringing you more dumb content in the future. And welcome back to the podcast. Uh, so we were talking about different things here. Now I'd like us to take a look at some responses online uh, and just get some feverish rage from how people are reacting. Uh, before we watch those videos, anything else anyone wanted to go over from what we talked about earlier? Oh, I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Keep going. Yep. All right. Well, then I'm going to go ahead and pull up the first one here. This is from a website called The Quartering. And you can already hmm. tell that it's a classy gen because he's got his parlor link on there. Am I going to get angry? Probably. Probably. Okay. All right. You guys ready? Uh, I'm loading it up. Yep. Oh, oh man. I so guess. we're not watching. Let's we're not it. watching the whole clip. We're just watching little bits. Okay. Have again. Um, here's from 15 hours ago. As a person who grew up with G4 and would literally skip school to watch shows like X Play, AOTS, cheap reviews on the run, and Robot Wars, this puts a great depression in my heart. I love these people. Uh, they were amazing for gaming culture because the implications, of, because of the implications of what they did with their content. Yeah, Morgan Webb and Olivia Munn were good looking, but they also had stats facts and actual love for games that made them feel like they were a part of us the new way of forcing people to like stuff like this just is disheartening 400 upvotes on that just <clears throat> really heartfelt uh you know sad comment obviously you get some people bringing a little bit too much venom to the fire again i don't like cursing at people i don't like insulting their looks um you know as a general rule um you know it's just it, it weakens our kind of our point because what will happen is there's uh, by the way, this video has 2.3 thousand upvotes, probably not as many as they had hoped and nearly 20,000 downvotes at this point. Real fast here. There's no way he could possibly know that because they stopped showing uh, downvotes on YouTube. They, uh, they did. It. There is a way that they, someone installed an app, made an app that will restore that. So um, here yeah. from oh the, actually seventeen thousand right now seventeen thousand dislikes hmm, I wonder why if you don't like it don't watch it okay then now it would be uncharitable of me to um kind of report this as you know all of these are their other own subscribers these are people on the internet who you know uh, maybe casually watch the show didn't comment or you know are coming to express their displeasure because um, they probably would have lost more subscribers if these were all. You see, uh, you know, the, well, there's some, you know, rough stuff in here that uh, is a little too fiery. But again, how to kill a network in 445. Tell your, call, tell your fans they're terrible and not to watch. Good luck with that. All right. So what's your guys' reaction to this dude? Well, it sounds like he doesn't have an opinion of his own so far. So right. He's just reading comments. <laughs> yeah. He's just reading comments and agreeing or disagreeing. Like, mm -hmm. and as far as the comments goes, like, it, there's there's a little bit 
people aren't really taking it for face value for what exactly happened. They keep talking about like, well, they say they don't like their fans and they don't watch it if you don't like it. Like they never said they don't like their fans. They just said mm-hmm. if you're going to yeah. act like a jerk and you don't like that you can't be sexist, don't watch it. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of stretching of the truth there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do agree with what you guys said so far as he, he's cherry picking comments. In this video, in this reaction video. The other thing that um <clears throat> that I would say is that I don't think there's anything wrong with banning people from your community or saying that they're not welcome. Um, I, I think that in a uh, 2022, um, with all the various different you know social media communities that we have, I think that the only way that you're going to stop that kind of bad behavior is by coming out and saying, well, it's not acceptable. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, like person... we talked about earlier. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I said, like we talked about earlier, she wasn't like. I mean, yeah. She, she, well, she did. She did say sexism in gaming, but like the all of the examples she gave were not. Uh, I don't know what the word is. They were real examples. They they, they mm-hmm. weren't just mm-hmm. you know generalizations. They were. I could. She was point. Like I can see you in the chat saying these mm-hmm. things. Knock it off. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things too is I just didn't like the tone of that, especially that first comment he read, where the guy said, "This has caused me a great depression," and capitalized the G and D in Great Depression. You're comparing being told to not be a sexist to the Great Depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. It just felt very disproportionate to how any reaction could have been. I feel like that's disproportionate. Like, uh, I'm not going to go on my whole COVID-19 rant, but the people that don't want to be vaccinated and some of them were comparing it to the Holocaust. And I'm like, there is no way you can compare those two. Wait, Um, were they actually put on the stars of Yeah, were they put on the stars and they were saying they were... um, Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, you need to learn the difference between a problem and an inconvenience. I'm sorry, right. JP. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're completely right. But yeah, that just reminded me of that. I'm just like, that just oh, made yeah. me angry. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Comparing that kind of stuff. Sure. It's like, definitely my parents uh, lived through the Great Depression, you know, and they have stories. So yeah. there's just no, no way to compare. It's a stretch for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. this is one of those things. I hope the majority of the the feedback, the negative feedback, is from you know dumbass, angry teenagers, like kids. But I oh. just from a lot of the no. review bombing I've seen, it's probably not. <laughs> like, yeah. no. like IMDb does breakdowns, and me and uh, Cress will watch stuff, and it will be. Like, we'll look something up. It's just like, oh, yep, uh, all the negative, you know, all the one-star reviews are from guys from the ages of 30 and 45. Like, hey, women <laughs> liked it. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> I think this also goes back to uh, something I, I learned uh, working in customer service. Uh, the customer is 10 times more likely to complain about something than they are to say be positive about something so and i think that is an extreme case with this example because 
yeah, people are going to be 10 times more likely to say that they don't like something like this when really there's very little that's going to affect them as compared to, like, you know, be positive about it. Uh, that, that's just kind of the general nature of things. Like, I mean, and that's also the way we review stuff online. Exactly. I mean, you talk about the IMDb stuff and the review bombers, and, you know, it's just kind of that same mentality. I feel so. Yeah. Anytime, also, I, I the way you should take it then is that like, if you see a positive content comment or something, it will then multiply it by ten, and you probably have actually what it really is. <laughs> no, yeah. I, and and for I think that's part of the reason why he's, Tyler, you made the comment that you can't see down votes on YouTube anymore. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the reason why they took it down. You know, I watch a good amount of content on YouTube. I rarely like videos. Like and- I think. You know, um, like views and subscriptions and things like that. Those are good, valuable metrics on YouTube. But I think more times you're going to see lots of downvotes, or at least, you know, when that that used to exist, right? Um, For things that would anger certain parts of the community or would seem controversial is when you can see those downvotes. Otherwise, you're not going to see anything. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Let's go ahead and move on to the next one here. So this is from a YouTube channel called Review Tech USA. And the title oh in the title of this video, well I think I've watched this guy before, actually. So V4 host Indiana Frostieran Black's sexism meltdown is laughable. Mm. And this dude has nine hundred and eighty nine thousand subscribers. He's just shy of the million. Wow. Yeah. So, this clip will start off with uh, one of the lines from Frost in her uh, speech. How white is this guy? <laughs> uh, whiter than the sun. Oh. Does he also, uh, I, I saw Parlor on the, the other video. Mm. This guy also on Parlor too? I don't know. That's <laughs> okay. But here we go. It's weird. Women do not exist to be knights on the eyes for you. More than well, Olivia did not exist to be nice on the eyes for you. That is factually a lie. I'm not saying they exist as human beings to be easy on the eye for you. But what do you think they were hired, Indiana Black, there for? What do you think? Did did Olivia Munn, while wearing a low-cut shirt, sensually lick a PlayStation 3 to actually do it. Uh, it was actual journalism where she was like, let me make sure this tastes proper for the audience. Come on. Were they, were Morgan Webb and Olivia Munn, because they're the first two, and there were plenty of other beautiful hosts there, which I'm sure they were hired because they were easy on the eyes and would attract more viewers. But Olivia Munn and Morgan Webb, they were in Maxim Magazine. I forgot about this until I, I watched David Joffe's live stream on this. They were in Maxim Magazine. Were they in Maxim Magazine just because of their abundant game knowledge? It's factually not true what you're saying. Okay, you could still be left-leaning. You could still be pro-LGBTQ and say that you're full of crap on this because you are full of crap on it. We kind of discussed this, though, and i do think that comes back to the point about stuff being owned by spike tv they did have knowledge though about games and i don't think that this person should be downgrading it whereas he's kind of saying that you know maybe she's making an argument 
only using one set of facts, he's kind of doing the same thing on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And to the going but circling back to the one point that that the point that this is the point that has annoyed me more than anything is they t- they complain about the platform of them saying, Well, this isn't the right time or place, but it's the right time and place for you to like be gawking at the women that are on the show. Like it's a mm-hmm. gaming show. You're not there to be gawking at them either. You're not watching play looking at Playboy. This is a gaming show. If you want it to be on a gaming topic, you don't get to complain about someone being verbally harassed while at the, yeah. and saying it's not appropriate timing while at the same time justifying justifying verbally harassing and justifying the, the, the purpose of uh, sexuality on a gaming show. Like if you want it to be about video gaming, you don't get to complain about one thing and not the other that's unrelated to gaming. Right. Uh, I, I, one thing I will say that he's technically not wrong on is that historically people who've been hired for television are generally pretty people mm-hmm. that's both for the mm-hmm. men that's both for the women that's a fair point and, and and i think that you know that's something that i have noticed and seen that's been happening over the last few years or so is that has started to change we are starting to see more regular looking people on tv certainly on youtube very mm-hmm. much so um so it's technically not him he's technically technically not wrong in that respect however to just kind of you know state that that's the only reason why they were there as if to say that they didn't actually have credentials Mm -hmm. yeah well morgan webb before uh x-play she was a uh correspondent for tech tv which you know that was one of the, that's one of the many situations where you know one of the things it's just like people are like well G four is gonna fail before they even start uh, they failed spectacularly before <laughs> yeah they so, failed probably right. in a row for ten years okay there were parts and glimpses that we loved about it but again there were parts where it's just like now let's show reruns of the Man Show let's have the show called the International Sexy Lady Show okay yeah. uh. I think the successes we can stay were X-Play, Attack of the Show, and then I loved Code Monkeys. I thought that was great. Okay. <laughs> and you know what? What's interesting about it, because um, we're not too far removed from it, but, you know, Jeff Keighley, you know, the Game Awards started at, mm-hmm. at Spike TV. So, I mean, or at oh, least yeah. a version of them, right? It's definitely yeah. different now. So... There are things that can come from that that old content that can be made new. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're trying to do. Oh, yeah. Just by the fact that they have such a diverse cast now as opposed to, uh, you know, how many white white people, you know, uh, talking right. about video games. Uh, yeah, true. Like, basically most of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so something interesting, too, is... You know what Morgan Webb did after X-Play and after G4? She what? became a consultant and creative advisor for Activision Blizzard. Now, hmm. interesting. So, she's got video game chops. Rossi's 100% right. She is not there just to be pretty on the eyes. Mm-hmm. The guy no, makes a point. Yeah. The, the, they can be multifaceted, you know? Yeah. yeah. She has and, the intelligence to be on the show and talk about gaming because that's what she does. 
And they didn't start all of the Maxim FHM stuff to begin with. That came after, mm-hmm. you know, they proved their chops on these shows. I mean, heck, even Carrie Byron from Mythbusters did like a Maxim FHM shoot. But that's because, you know, she was also on this show. Now, yeah. you know, does one necessarily hurt the other? No, but it also... Okay, sir, your argument, yes, may be technically correct, but that doesn't mean that we are wrong in that regard, you know? Or that right. Frost is wrong for that matter, either. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Last video I've got here is from someone called MechaRandom42. They have okay. 62.3 thousand surprise uh, subscribers. And the Surprises. video is sur- <laughs> Surprises. Surprises. G4X plays epic fail after meltdown. Ross responds, stop digging, lol. Oh, this one's gonna be a winner. <laughs> right. Oh, man. <laughs> Let me go ahead and pull it up here for you guys. You guys see it? Uh, Let me pull it up real quick. Yeah. There we go. Yep, I got it. Yep. Problems with Hardcore Gamer, however. However, making it worse than doubling and tripling it down is making it worse. It's just making it worse. It's just making it seem as though we're all a bunch of unlikable, unqualified Karens. And you have gotten yourself now, two weeks in a row, the... It's time for the Karen of the Week. Scary of the week award. This is for doubling down now. You could have just said, you know what? I'm sorry. I was in a bad mood in a bad place. I've been there. I've been in bad moods. I've been in bad places. I've assumed that it's because of this, that, or the other. Because we get some sort of treatment like this sometimes because of people like this. People like her. People like Kotaku. And... As I said, we have the update of the updates. We have an article. Shout out to Bounding Into Comics, the G4 host, Indiana Black, responds to the Isms in Gaming rant. Women do not exist to be nice on the eyes for you. Yeah. Uh, the way to, way to keep making it harder for women in gaming by complaining that women in... No, no, really. I'm being honest here. I'm being honest. And like I said in my previous videos and rants, that people like her, people like me, people like Kotaku, people who actually do slip up and complain about this stuff instead of just being grown-ups and saying, you know what, I was being immature, I was being defensive. I was being immature and being defensive. Can you say that? Because I can. I did twice just now. Can I throw punch her through the video? Is that I wish. I think she oh, just set things God. back a few. Uh... God, I, here we're I, just trying to move forward with this stuff, and then you get her being like, no, you just had a bad day. No. Sexism did not happen in a day. Let's be clear on that. It has taken a lot to get to this point, and it has taken a lot for, you know, people like Frost to finally be like, listen, enough is enough. And then she goes on to be like, oh, well, you're just being a character. No, it's bigger than that. It's not just, oh, my latte wasn't the one I wanted, you know, like you made it wrong. Like it's... Oh my god. Yeah, that's the thing that also is getting me, man. She's called Frost Karen, but at the same time, in my definition, a Karen is someone who has a level of entitlement of always getting their way over the most 
min- minute of things, mm-hmm. and Frost was yeah. in no way doing that. Okay, right uh-huh. here, let's put yeah. it this way. Let's use Jackie's example. I didn't get the latte I wanted. Sexism. Which of these weighs heavier on the scale? Oh, I'm sorry, sexism just fell through the floor. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! So, I, I do want to take a moment here, though, and I, I think Mickey was kind of touching about this earlier, where women are raised to be polite, you know, to not bring it up because it's going to quote cause more problems. Oh, you're absolutely right, and I, yeah. I think that's also one of the biggest problems we have when we try and get women politicians because. You know, if they're seen as, you know, too, you know, bossy or quote unquote, well, then they're looked down upon and it's just like they're they're a politician. You know, I, I, I never found a politician I ever personally was just like, wow, that's a good person. You know, <laughs> I don't see that and very often. They use different words for that. Women that have leadership skills are seen as bossy. Men that have leadership skills, oh, they're natural born leaders. It's completely the mm-hmm. same, same way they're acting, two different completely ways of doing it. One positive, one negative. Like if a girl's talking about, you know, how this needs to be this way or that way, she's not bossy. She's probably just acting just like a dude in that position. But he's seen yeah. as, oh, well, he's right. And the girl's like, oh, you need to pipe down because you need to you need to take <laughs> it down a couple notches because you just need to sit here and look pretty. Just, no. Yeah, I've, I've experienced that. I've had situations where I, I thought that I was, like, too temperamental or, like, I had gotten frustrated with somebody or something at work and then uh, thinking that it was too much or that I need, like, I rocked the boat too much. But then I I would find out that it was actually... It was me. It was taken as a sign of me being assertive and not being uh, frustrated necessarily. I mean, frustrated, but it mm-hmm. wasn't in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Whereas, mm-hmm. like you said, if the opposite, if if it were a, if the situation were a little bit different, women would be not viewed in the same way. Where it's just they're they're just causing problems. Or if it was like a, a young woman was in the same situation and did the same thing as you, it would not be looked as right highly upon. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the hard fight is that if like women are trying to fight the sexism the, mm-hmm. sex, the sexism thing uh, if they're trying to fight that and they're constantly being pushed back just because it rocks the boat and it makes other people uncomfortable and then there's that tendency to just kind of withdraw it'll never change so mm-hmm. I you know I well, think I stuff like this needs to happen more too and like even the work community heck my last job you know was a very toxic work environment Mm. where men were like you know they would be all assertive and boss you around and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and granted i worked at a law firm so i dealt with a lot of people with big egos but it was very much like oh well you know these guys are the ones that bring in all the clients and bring the money and you know Sounds like an Pay old your boys salary club. more or less because you know you work in the accounting department. You don't bring in clients. I'm sorry, but if it wasn't for the accounting department, your bills wouldn't get paid. I'm just saying. But the second I tried to show some type of, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily leadership skills, but like being a sort of a no, this mm-hmm. is the way we do things. This is the procedure. This is how we need to follow it. And then 
I basically get written up being like, no, you talked to the wrong person about, you know, you're basically telling them how they need to do their job. But yet guys are allowed to talk to me that way. I don't think so. It's yeah. not okay. Really there fast. Are many reasons why I love that job, but yeah, what's up, Ty? Yeah, really fast here. Uh, there's a comment on here that I would love to get everyone's opinion on as well. It's from a user named Morbid Fury, and I'm going to read it here. This Ross Karen is attention seeking and nothing more. She knows the spotlight is on her, and she is lapping up the attention she is getting. She knows she has everyone's attention and knows better. Our and and those people are watching and waiting on her to say something, anything. The sooner she is forgotten about, the better. You know, going back to the point, I, I, in my opinion, maybe I'm wrong, maybe we're wrong, I don't know. But in my opinion, for what she was trying to accomplish, that was the appropriate way to do it. She waited until it was her turn to speak. She specifically was asked what her grief was in the gaming uh, community. She waited. She explained that, oh, I was going to talk about something else, but I, I was going to talk about one thing, but I decided to change my topic and go over something else. I, that's how you would have handled that in that situation. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I, I think, agree. I think that just also the problem that some people have is that she brought it up at all. Um, right. And that's the issue. You know, I, I made the comment to Jackie about her workplace being this old boys club, and unfortunately, that is a lot of where this mentality comes from and that in it, it it did not used to be that way the what happened was history lesson time folks you know back in the early 80s uh in the late 70s early 80s when you know it was primarily the arcade and atari it used to be considered more of a family thing like families would go into the arcade oh let's see how jenny plays pac-man you know but then we had the crash, the video game crash, and that happened in 1983. And what happened then was when Nintendo tried to step in, no company really wanted to carry video games because they're like, the fad's over. Why are we carrying this crap? So Nintendo had to kind of make a choice, and they decided, well, let's market this more as a toy and then we still have this problem now, and I know we even have these people who get in an uproar. It's just, you took away the labels on the aisles. How am I going to know what are the girl toys and what are the boy toys? And that's another stupid yeah. argument in itself. Mm -hmm. But Nintendo ultimately decided, well, we have this robot in it. Let's go with boy. And it kind of stuck. And it also doesn't help that the tech industry has kind of followed suit with that. Mm -hmm. It was seen, you know, computer work, it, for a time it was that the developing of the actual hardware stuff, that was the men's work, but the software side of it, that used to be the women's work. Because, mm -hmm. oh, that's um, menial tasks and repetitive tasks over and over. But then when they started to see how creative it could be on the software side, well, that's when the boys took back over, all right? And it's just kind of continued this trend. Unfortunately, we still have these a-holes, for lack of a better word, that are still in position because people are like, oh, 79 was so long ago. Uh, yeah, but it's really only long enough though? ago that pe it really wasn't. And it's to the point, it's just like, those a-holes are still in charge, you know? They haven't gone away. One of them's named Bobby Kodak and is still in charge. 
I know why he hasn't quit yet is because we didn't know about this Microsoft deal and he wants his money. Yeah. Which uh, I won't, will be a topic you know, next week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was never any way that that man was going to get kicked out unless it was from some sort of legal proceeding. Mm-hmm. And, and then that wasn't going to happen, right? I mean, they were just going to get hit with a fine. Um, yeah. And he, he was always going to leave with money. That's the sad reality. Mm-hmm. If, if if it wasn't Microsoft, it would have been, you know, it would have been somebody else. Mm-hmm. Too bad he couldn't leave with money and a gunshot wound. <laughs> God, can we oh. say that? <laughs> <laughs> FBI, if you're listening, that was totally a joke. That was a joke. Just a comment. Yes. <laughs> Note the S in front of the, the text there. <laughs> so I, I do have a question, though. Speaking of, like, accountability, because I've been hearing a lot about, with, with everything with Frost going on, and they're saying the show is ruined, I'm not listening to I'm not watching it anymore, the show is done for. Has there been any fallout from this to, to to the show or to frosk i haven't seen much other than people complaining so this past week there was no attack of the show or no uh x play however she was on boosted she uh did show up on a review that x play posted this week um she hosted a, a pokemon unite tournament herself last weekend she uh facilitated the actual online tournament broadcasted it and uh, shoutcasted it all by herself for multiple hours. Impressive. <laughs> That's not a gamer. I don't know what is. Yeah. So That's was it supposed to be by herself, better. or did people yeah. back out? No, it oh, is yeah. just it was just a passion of hers because she loves that game and wanted to do it. So my question is, you could say that the only real consequence it sounds like then was they decided to not do a show for a week to kind of let the fire die down. They also, or, lost, oh. they also lost thousands of subscribers. Ah. And what? they keep making jokes this week at G4 about them being close to shutting down. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping that's not the case, because I've honestly been loving it. I think, you know what? <laughs> you know, G4, yeah, it used to be full of sexist, you know... Olivia Munn in a maid outfit licking an Xbox and then jumping into a giant cream pie, you know? But that also failed. It failed spectacularly. It's a brand new world, and nothing infuriates me more than people being upset thinking that it's a political statement because X-Play is now four hosts, only one of them is white, uh, and one of them is a woman. So what?! They are the most diverse cast we've had on that show. You've got Adam Sessler, the old veteran, who actually worked on the Friday the 13th game. You have the Black Hokage, which is big into uh, platformers and more casual gaming. You have uh, Frost, who's big into the esports scene. And then you have Gerard the Completionist, who's all about single-player deep diving into games. That is a well-rounded team. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) But they're just saying, oh, nope, it's a woke culture thing where they're just trying to look good. No. They just they're have trying to, be... to reach a broader bait of subscribers and stuff. They're reaching to more of the gaming community because they each have their own specialties. Mm-hmm. It's also mm-hmm. frustrating in general because it means that any time that we have any progression at all, it could be just dumped into that category. Which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Thousand percent. Yeah. 
though. And I'm sorry, yeah. woke culture. I, I hate it here when it's like, oh, woke culture. That, in some regards, that is kind of a bit like you know, just a way to completely brush it off yeah. without actually having an argument. Now, I mean, we've, you know, been guilty of some of that stuff ourselves, especially like with OK Boomer, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just because, you know, you brush it off doesn't mean that there wasn't anything to say. You, you're just being <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah. Guys, yeah. I feel... So if I were to ask the audience anything, it would be this. Go watch G4, whether it be on cable, whether it be on Twitch, on YouTube. Pick your, pick your poison. Like, comment, subscribe, you know, join in the live chats. Give them engagement because if you want this new G4, which like I do, I, to keep going, give them the love they need it right now because you have a bunch of... Uh, de-evolved vocal minority who's trying to ruin a good thing right now. I have other words for that, but I'll keep my mouth <laughs> shut. We'd kind of like to still have a podcast at the end of the day, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any time... Yeah, toxic. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, just, it's just toxic toxic yeah. gamers and unfortunately like all those reaction videos like it's my final thoughts you know unfortunately a lot of those people they just have their own community and they're just trying to get out of boys um, mm -hmm. from, from other like-minded people yeah. so yep Yep. And that's the that's the glory about the internet is if you don't want to have a different opinion, you just you just find the people that have the same opinion as you, and then you just pretend that everything's a okay. And right. And that look lovely echo chamber that just that doesn't encourage discussion. It just festers a wound, basically. Right. Well, you can go without doing the work. Mm -hmm. You know, it, yeah. it's it's kind of horrifying how many people have become the Joker where they've decided that the history is now multiple choice. Yeah. <laughs> that or because I read it on the internet means it's true. <laughs> I'm sorry, my Google search is just as valuable as your doctorate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other mm -hmm. conversation. We don't have enough time to talk about that. No. All right. no. There might not be enough time in 2022 left to, you know, broach <laughs> that subject. Mm -hmm. A Google degree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, so just so we don't end on a kind of dour note here, just a couple things we can look forward to this week. You can look forward to this podcast posting uh, no later than Tuesday. Uh, you can look forward to me doing some editing of some of us guys playing uh, Back for Blood together which is a lot of fun. The, the first good chunk of it is just us killing each other. Because why not? Oh, <laughs> yes. Where did that? <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and, uh, of course uh, he did. <laughs> yep, 100%. And then uh, I also have a small video of Pokemon card openings. Uh, just because. Okay. It's a nice little short yeah. one. So. Uh, Nerd. I get my hissing crap all the time. Hey, wait, just because I can. We'll go around. Oh, look at it. We got a new little gamer coming. I got a new gamer in, in the uh, future here. Nice. 
Nice. Why are you not sleeping, buddy? Mommy that's trying to put you to bed. He's excited about the podcast. <laughs> fair enough. That that's a fair enough reason to stay up. Also, uh, later this Brief week, yeah. <laughs> also later this week, I'm gonna post a uh, a schedule. I am gonna try to live stream the game uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus when it comes out, so everyone can kind of get an idea of how that game plays. Oh, nice. Okay. So, uh, any other final words from anyone? Uh, I can oh. finally see Jackie. Yay! <laughs> I can finally see it. Took how long? I didn't. Uh, I'm glad that I'm not overrunning you <laughs> or Chris here now. I do want to say a special thanks for Mickey and Jackie joining this episode. Uh, I know you guys have a lot of things going on with your lives, um, and we just appreciate you guys coming on because we know this is an important topic. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you for having the love perspective. Yeah, seriously, seriously, yeah. this is what this is what causes change. So yeah, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah we we did we, we did feel it would have been a little tone deaf. It was just four white dudes talking about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you first brought up the topic. I was like, oh, I yeah, I do want to talk about that. But in the majority of the world, there's a lot of people who like to speak for people. That's the majority of the problems that we have going on. Is usually somebody wants to say what the person's thinking without actually them. Let's say how the women are feeling, but we're not women, so it's fine. Right. Insert any disadvantage, but yes, we're not women. We just like to play them in video games. MMORPG, many men online role-playing girls. There we go. <laughs> Which is always so interesting that it's like, okay, the per- the, 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 the the people to impress in specific groups are women, but you don't want to hear from women. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh. I know where I fit. Uh, which is slightly yeah. nowhere, apparently. <laughs> yeah. 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 But until next time, game on. Game on, everybody. Thank you. Game on.